have a new joke. This is a very small joke. I will just read it to you. A teacher at a primary school wants to teach her students about self-esteem. So she asked her students, anyone here thinks he or she is dumb? If so, please stand up. No one stood up. Finally, one little boy stood up and she don't know what to say. She asked why. And the little boy said, I hate to see you standing alone. Okay. Lift up your Bible and you say this after me. Lord Jesus, influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I pray that uh, this word that's going to come out of my mouth, I believe it's yours, but I pray that it will fall on a good soil. It can go different way. It can be misinterpreted or misunderstood. But I just pray for sensitive heart. Sensitive heart. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, we're going to spend... Uh, majority a chunk of time in one scripture it's in the Luke chapter 8 but uh, before I share the title and all I just thought just sharing with you what I'm going to share it can be misinterpreted or misunderstood or it can even create uh, a tension or maybe he's emphasizing this maybe he doesn't want to emphasize this the church is known for splitting in two there's a church we know called holy rollers and there is another church, it's called Frozen Popsicles. So we have divided because we have taken one part of the truth and made it so strong and big. What happened is we have neglected part of the other truth. So what we're going to do this morning, we're going to just take some time and, and meditate on a particular scripture. So Luke chapter 8 we're going to read from verse 49 to 55. And uh, I'll give you the title a little bit later after we read this. The entire Luke chapter 8 is fascinating. Because he talks about the sower, Jesus and, uh, and the mother and brothers comes to know what's going on. Because uh, the, many scholars believe Jesus' brothers and mom, they thought Jesus lost a little bit. Because he was talking stuff that doesn't exist and uh, so they were preoccupied and they kind of wanted to know what's going on but Jesus makes bold declaration and then Jesus calms you know like crazy stuff like he calms the storm and he heals this demon possessed woman man and then the girl who had been having infirmity for many years you know Jesus heals her immediately the power went off but we're not going to dwell on all this we're going to dwell from one one little incident that happened that's from 49 i'm just going to read it while he was still speaking to her a messenger that's the lady that she just got healed a messenger arrived from the home of jarius the leader of synagogue he told him your daughter is dead there is no use troubling the teacher now but when jesus heard what had happened he said to jarius don't be afraid just have faith she will be healed when they arrived at the house jesus wouldn't let anyone go with him except peter john james and the little girl's father and mother we don't know exactly how old is she maybe uh, 8 to 12 um, then the house was filled with people weeping and wailing and he said stop weeping she isn't dead she only asleep 
but the crowd laughed at him because they all knew she had died then jesus took her by the hand and said in a loud voice my child get up at the moment her life returned and she immediately stood up that's very dramatic isn't it then jesus told them to give her something to eat her parents were overwhelmed but jesus insisted they not tell anyone what had happened the title of my message this morning is give her something to eat that's what i want to share about i like how the james version says he commanded to give her meat all the vegetarians has to read the scripture he, it's a command from jesus amen <laughs> no amen my goodness you know it is a direct command i think i i obey this 100% probably this is the one of the commandments i obey it you know 100% gems version i don't read quite often but i was just you know going through different versions to pick one that kind of suit and when i looked at this i was like wow lord this is manna from heaven anyway uh, but i would like to that's not the point i would like to talk to you today about the difference between the anointing and the wisdom okay so give her something to eat you know story jesus healed the dead body came to life but something he makes a statement which which wonder why he could have given that little girl a boost that she doesn't even need to drink for the rest of her life eat for the rest of her life because he is god right he could do something but jesus never broke the natural laws and the patterns so even though he did something impossible even though he did something supernatural even though he did something so beautiful but he respected the natural laws that was in this universe and that's why he makes this bold statement he says give her something to eat and i wrote down here there is a tendency to focus more on the anointing but not on the wisdom that god gives and there are three words we use interchangeably anointing miracle healing i went to this healing crusade oh, amazing miracle the preacher was anointed we use this words we kind of if you ask what is a miracle um, it's supernatural what is a healing yeah, it's a divine one what is anointing it's you know we have this yeah this is powerful but i wrote down here simple words god's work is miracle that's he gave her life but man's work is management that means give her something to eat that means to sustain life many time in the christian field i have noticed i grew up in a pentecostal side and it's a good and a bad in every denomination we tend to focus on the on the more on the anointing and the supernatural everything but we tend to not even realize there is a natural element to take care so i recently i love to fast and something god has taken us in a journey a season of fasting 21 days years it grew up from 14 21 and then 40 and what i was doing it i was doing it the supernatural way of striving in the uh, being in the presence of god but i didn't take care of my body and the last fast i took was 21 days i had coffee every day and roshni our sister she said that's dumb and she didn't say that word but her face reminded me like that's what you're doing and the consequences of that still now i can't have coffee my my messed up stomach you know and i bought a decaf from germany and i brought it because i i love coffee so without caffeine having coffee it's like you're eating you know soya thinking it's a meat 
anyway so but this is what i have learned you know so the god's work is miracle that's gave her life man's work is management give her something to eat so what is an anointing let's quickly go because i want to give you some examples it is god's supernatural ability in me to do things i can't do it on my own am i right amen that's anointing we call it anointing healing divine healing a miraculous touch of god supernatural whatever words you use this is what it means it's god's supernatural ability and strength in me to do things i cannot do on my own that's god's part but what is wisdom it is the mind of christ over any given situation amen it is the mind of christ what does that mean god created this world and he has put mind and lot of christians don't use this because they have given piece of their mind to so many people not so many pieces left in their mind that's a pun okay thank you only my brother ivan understood and phoebe understood okay so, so so that's the thing like we don't use this mind and i would like to take some time you know talk about this so i have written down here five simple examples what is god's part and what is our human part and maybe during this time we can draw some conclusion my prayer is that we will not be holy rollers we will not be frozen popsicles we will have a balanced life that can really exemplify christ to this broken world amen so it's not about how much you get filled in the church and shouting you know sometimes we think the louder we pray the longer we pray god hears it it's not true it's not true god is not deaf but at the same time we don't want to say oh god knows everything i'm just going to do nothing no we have to understand so these are the five simple divine things i wrote down here anointing is god's work in us we can never by anointing wisdom is god's mind working in and through us it requires commitment consistency and courage to learn miracles of god are not an entertainment but they are restore god's original intent so i wrote down here five examples first one jesus raised the dead girl back to life that means he brings a divine healing we can't do that you know and this is something no man can do it no man even if they try it can never happen but what is the god's wisdom which is management he commanded that she has to eat meat i mean sorry i had to put that germs version inside he commanded but that means it is a wisdom to sustain the healing and many times we ignore this wisdom and we kind of say god is healed and i have i have heard stories powerful men and women of god who fasted encounter with god they die boom pastors they die quickly because they don't take care one of my friend is a pastor he's actually a senior leader uh, in the denomination that my parents started and he was one of the leaders in the denomination he, he died just 3 uh, weeks ago and and he's only like 60 62 and when i met him he lost his fingers he lost his toe and his sugar level was above 5 600 and i used to say anna neenga konjam sugar paathukona i used to say brother you have to take care of your sugar he will say jesus is coming soon even if it is 500 or 1000 i don't care you know but if you hear him speak it's beautiful powerful he's got a village church 2 300 people go there amazing but there is something we have lost over this just because we got the supernatural we don't need to ignore the natural laws that god has given amen 
that's why i don't want you to misinterpret like i'm not ignoring this magnificent god's part yes it's important but it's almost equally important if i if you allow me to say that god respects this natural loss amen so the first one we know the story but the second one he created life in abundance look at his creation he created that everywhere but he commanded this is a command that we rest honor your sabbath to sustain that life you know i have a confession to make until i met yunus i didn't know what the heck sabbath was i thought it was a jewish thing these guys do with the kippa but the moment i get to know her she said it's weekend turn off your stupid phone relax and i i learned it a hard way because we are caught up in this culture we don't even know what is to take a day off it's not and my father in law just before he left he gave me in one simple advice he said charles you run too fast if you keep running like this you're going to crash down i want to give you one advice you know thank god for jethros who comes and rescues you know and he said turn off your phone i said and it's tough to do no turn it off and throw it so this is what i do sunday night 6 o'clock i turn off my phone i don't even put it on silence i just turn it off leave it somewhere monday night i take it back why because we live in a digital world every time constantly something you know and if you are in a group whatsapp message it's a demonic one it's so many stuff keep on coming you know you have to be really careful where you pay attention to and i tell you just you leaving that phone for almost 12 hours it's just 24 hours it makes you feel like you can do so many things i could take kids for a walk do stuff have meaningful time and sabbath it's a rest from god and sometimes the religious mind has put if you rest it's actually devil is gaining on you it's lie it's a lie god rested so i don't know i know you have some of you are having hectic schedules you know you are on a bond and whatever but listen even though you have all those challenges take time to rest because if you crash down nobody is going to pick you up it's you have to pay the consequence so this is the second one the third one okay jesus opens miraculous doors which means opportunities it could be relationships business partners marriage ministry coworkers but it's a command or it's a wisdom from god he has given to help us cultivate and nurture those relationships many time we don't do that we take relationships for granted it can happen in the church setting ah i know that brother you know the reason why people did not believe jesus because they took familiarized with him especially in his own town where he was born they i know this guy he made stool that 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 fridge stand his father made how come he is talking about kingdom you get my point so they get familiarized and i tell you never take advantage of the relationships that god has given and that's a big wake up call for me you know i'm going to be married 10 years in next year and i tell you i don't want to take not even a day my wife for granted you know why because it's a privilege it's a privilege to be married i don't want to take my kids for granted you know so many people in the deathbed they never ask bring my property documents they never they, they don't say bring my rolex watch in that safety box they never they say bring my children 
Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, before he died, this is witnessed by his own sister. Steve Jobs, and he was a Lutheran, then he kind of drifted a little bit, he went to Buddhist, and then finally, we don't know, but this is the testimony of Steve Jobs' sister. He looked up and he said, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, and he died. And you don't look at a hell and say, oh wow, oh wow, and oh wow. In the last moment he had an encounter and, and he, though he owned, he was a billion dollar, he owned a billion dollar industry, but though he owned so many, all he had was his friends and family and his sister and, and the, the first daughter which he had before um, he got married from, uh, from his relationship. He had those people close to him. Why I'm telling you this, sometimes we don't use the wisdom to cultivate and nurture the relationship. What is the relationship that God has blessed you this 2019? What are you feeding in that relationship? Are you cultivating this nurture? Are you nurturing? Are you adding value to that person? Or that person is, you know, are you just take that person for granted? I'm not going to ask you to answer this. But think, let it think. Let, you know, did I take my husband for granted? Did I take his patience for granted? Did I take, just because this person comes to this church, I take that person for granted? I'm asking these questions myself and I have to tell you because it's the fear of the Lord I'm telling you this because this can be misinterpreted so many ways. I don't want to take any one of you coming here for granted. Why? Because relationships, it's from God. I never went after anyone to say, please come, help me know. But it is the Lord. When the Lord brings, I want to make sure this relationships can sustain, that can bring glory to his name. Amen? So that's the, that's the third one. And the fourth one, this is interesting. Jesus gives us, all of us, unique talent, a divine inbuilt DNA of who you are. This is, this is who you are. It's inside of you. Nobody can change it, it's you're born with that. Nobody can say, I was not born with a talent. Everyone here is born with a talent. But what do you do? The wisdom enables us to multiply the talent. I wrote down here, name top three things you do this year as part of your growth plan. Example, read books, get your desired weight, sharpen your skill. What are you doing? This top three, this, we are in June, guys. Five months have gone. How many books you have read? You know, the statistic says, this is in America, maybe in India it's different. The day an average American graduates from a university, 85% of those graduates never touch a book again in their life. 85%. Six months, I have made a decision, at least one book a month I will read. At least one book. I have told all my staff, read. And the best way I have, thank God for Kindle, so you can just download it, you can keep it, you can read, you can leave it here, you can read anytime, even in your bathroom, you're constipated, you can read. Sorry, I'm telling my some of my tricks, but, but you can just read anywhere. You know, add value. Don't look for success. Success will follow you, but add value to yourself. Success will follow you. But sometimes we want instant promotion, instant gratification. We want just one touch of God. You know, it's so funny. We, many times we have teachings on the miracles of God, but we never get the teachings on the kingdom. 
We talked about, you know, as Jesus was walking in the town, his hem of the garment was on the, as the lady squeezed through the crowd, this lady said, if I can touch this garment, and she touched it. So, so what? You can also touch. But that's not the point. It's not about touching the garment. You know, we have sermons on touching the garment. And we sell even water and ointment and, you know, 3 ml of olive oil sells for $10 in, in Israel. And my point is this. God has given amazing wisdom and anointing and says, if I can use that, I can bring glory to God. The whole point in that story, it's not about touching. It's about, you know what? I may be impure, but I have this bold confidence to approach the throne of grace. Hebrews, this faith I'm walking. That's what this lady said. It's not about touching the garment. It's about entering, doing things that everybody thinks it's crazy, but you know God has spoken to you. Amen? So ask yourself this question. Name top three things that you do this year. What is your growth plan? What are you reading? What is the desired weight? I just wrote down these things because I'm working on those things. Sharpen your skill. Are you adding value? If you're good in speaking, do you add value in that? You're good in singing. Do you add value in this? You're good in playing an instrument. You know, some of you are called to sing on stage. I'm called to sing in the bathroom. Different stage. That's it. But I'm not going to sharpen that skill. That's, there is no skill. You know? But there are other skills I can add value. How to talk, how to share, how to encourage. Because something God has given, that's your DNA inside of you. It's inside. You just need to, that's what the Bible in Proverbs says. It's the wisdom that draws the matter from the heart. Amen. And another one, okay. Anointing, I, I just wanted to uh, emphasize this. Anointing or miracle or power is an overt operation. What is an overt? It comes from not from within us. It comes over us. God comes, he does it. We can't do anything. We just look back and say, it's only God. Yesterday we had this story from uh, one of, uh, uh, my brother Sunil was with us and uh, we went to the homeless and he brought a couple of friends and uh, he is from Uttar Pradesh and, and he was telling a story of how uh, his brother-in-law in, in, in Apollo Hospital, uh, God healed him. He was on uh, uh, life support and he knelt down and he started praying and then boom he got healed and he's walked out of the Apollo hospital from life support now living a life that's normal life I mean still he's not way far from the Lord we are praying for him but the point is here that's nobody can explain it's the miracle that's an overt operation what is the wisdom wisdom is the covert operation that is inbuilt of you and, and part of that testimony that brother was sharing, like he has, has the habit of still even drinking and, and he's saying, please pray. Because that wisdom, if you don't have it, that's why Jesus said one of the guy, he got healed and he said, hey, make sure you do well, otherwise it will be worst for you, the miracles. So I want to challenge us, guys. This, we keep the supernatural. We embrace the supernatural. We'll strive for the supernatural. But let's not ignore the wisdom that God has given. Amen? Amen. So, God's anointing gets you the breakthrough. This is the next one. God's anointing gets you the breakthrough, but it is the wisdom of God helps us to steward that breakthrough. Amen? So, He gets the breakthrough. He opens the doors. I still remember, uh, you know, 
applying for visa for, for states in front of me. The guy is throwing papers, lakhs and lakhs of rupees in his bank balance. The lady pulls a bread paper and shovels through the window. Your visa is rejected. I'm standing there speaking in tongues. And then next turn is me. And she takes the file, my bank balance, only the Lord have mercy, you know. And he, she looks at it and she asks the question, so you are a missionary? I said, yes. And, and you raise funds? And before, I don't know what to share, she's like, you raise funds like this? I said, yes, like that. She pulls a green paper, slides through the window. I said, your visa is approved. I, I don't know what is this means still now, but she did that. I also said yes like this. But that's the supernatural part of God. Okay? But my wisdom, I have to nurture it. What do I do with that visa? Where can I share? How I can add value? Which place I can... That's, that's something. You can't just ignore the both sides. Amen. The horse is ready for the battle, but the victory comes from the Lord. Amen. We can't just say, I'm going to keep sleeping, you're going to pour. No, it's not going to happen. We can't say, I will be a most successful man, but then you are asleep until 9 o'clock. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So that's why I wrote on the wisdom of God helps us to steward the breakthrough. The last one, in the area of finances. I know sometimes it can be very sensitive. But in the area of finance, the blessings of God adds no sorrow to it. That's supernatural. God gives you an instant promotion, instant favor. You walk inside and you find favor in the eyes of the Lord. Boom, people immediately, they find you and they see something in you and they just bless you. The way we bought the car. The guy said, we bought the car for this price. And we went and asked and we requested a price that he quoted way less. And he said, I will give it to you. But then he's showing his record. This is what I paid. But you're asking me and I want to give you this. I don't even know why I'm doing this. I'm giving you this. I didn't do any, you know, jade or whatever. <laughs> you know, look into his eyes and stare. Nothing I did. But, but that's the thing. It's the wisdom. It's God supernaturally does wonders. He just, he just do it. But what is the thing? The other one. The righteous man leaves an inheritance to his children. That's divine wisdom. I grew up in a circle where the first 10 days of a month is called happy month. The middle 10 days of the month, it's called so-so month. The last 10 days of the month, it's the persecution, wilderness month. Tight brother. Why? This principle I have been, I have learned this since we got married and we've been doing this, it's called 10-10-80 principle. 10% goes to God, 10% for your future, 80% you live with that. And many times we don't do that. We buy those, the world taught us, get what you can, can all you get and sit on your can. That's what the world has taught us. So what do we do? We just, first month salary credited, we get SMS, we go swipe, swipe, swipe and then we don't even have toilet paper to swipe. Sorry to be more explicit, but this is the reality. But we have lost it. We have blown out. You know how many Christians live in debt? That hurts me to see. How many Christians live in miserable way that finance, they go before a Hindu guy for 5,000, 10,000. Please give me this. You know, I pray and prophecy that you will never lack. 
that's the supernatural part of god but the wisdom part you need to do this honor god with your tithes and offering okay if you don't pay tax it's called national thief if you don't pay tithe it's called you fill in the bank so the righteous man leaves in inheritance what are you investing what are you thinking long term guys i tell you if you start doing now little by little god takes those five loaves two fishes he multiplies it i heard this one day you got to give something in god's hand so that he can do supernatural work hello he could have brought the manna but he said you give something to eat and they asked we don't have except this but the bible says look it says jesus took gave thanks broke it and did multiplied amen so it's very simple if we can go through this little bit the first point jesus raised the dead girl back to life he brings uh, divine healing but it is commanded us that we take care of the body you know and the second one you know he created life in abundance but how are we honoring the sabbath the third one he opens miraculous doors relationships whatever are you nurturing the relationships number 4 he has given us unique dna that's who you are are you adding value to this are you adding value to your dna in the area of finances god opens miraculous doors he gives you a promotion but how are you nurturing it you know we live in a world where it's never enough if you don't draw a circle nothing will be enough for you me and my wife went to, took isaac to watch this aladdin beautiful and this guy when you rub the genie comes out and this genie says this you can ask anything i have so much power so much greed people have and this world is not enough for them and this is what happens we ask so much you know 42 inch tv god has blessed you you walk into someone's home they bought a 65 inch and your tv looks like miniature why lord you are persecuting me you know it's not persecuting you have to come to my home i have 22 inch and there are houses don't even have that hello a grateful heart will worship god an ungrateful heart cannot worship god i wrote down this i'm not sure it's on the screen let us not only seek his miracles but have the grace and wisdom to sustain the miracle let us not only seek his anointing but have the grace and wisdom to sustain the anointing let us not only seek his power but have the grace and wisdom to steward the power of god to the nation god gives us blessings but only the wisdom of god that enables us to sustain the blessing amen i want you to think about it this week what are the supernatural things god has given we are breathing god brought a wife husband whatever you can call it god brought a children in your life a, a, a friendship that you can you know there are friends you got to thank god for amen there are friends who are there when you have stuff but there are friends who are there even when you don't have you know you have to think about those those are divine stuff but then you ask yourself examine Where, what i am doing that do i culture do i nurture this do i add value to this do i do something with the talent if i don't do something with my talent it's going to go bad if you look at that we don't have time there is one story about this guy who's 5 2 and one talent the five multiplies and gives he never tells how the master is the second one also he never tells how the master is the one who didn't do anything 
out of that only out of him only we can understand who the master is he says master you know that you are the one who reaps from where you have not sown the guy that means more talk no action lot of times we are like that we talk big talks you know i'm not i'm i'm not impressed about big talks let's do it little by little let's add value amen so i i just don't want you to get out of this facility and say oh is anointing is not important yeah, it is important but let's hold this divine wisdom from god amen give her something to eat amen and he commanded meat so fulfill that command amen amen so let us be a family that steward well what god has given to us and pass it to the next generation you know i believe in a in a eschatology that when i leave i leave not a messed up world i'm praying when i leave wellur it should be better wellur amen when i leave my department it should be a better department or they should say they should not say oh that brother left hallelujah what a divine deliverance lord sometimes people like you know our testimony sometimes i'm adding little humor to it but that's the reality until this brother in the saniya eppadam poi therum therilla i'm not speaking in tongues some of you know what i just said jesus said this beautiful i want to pray with you he said when you believe me you will do greater things when you look at this this is a leadership anointing on this person he said i want you to do greater things that means when you leave the city i don't know how long god is going to keep us in in this city in velur but when i my prayer is this when i leave and i pass this baton to someone i pray that it won't be like this amen it will be blessed no more empty chairs more souls get to know the lord amen not like ah oh, he left hallelujah no people should miss you when you leave your department not like write a testimony of god's faithfulness that you left amen so hold on to the supernatural but also the wisdom the divine wisdom